0: just as i was putting this video together midnight bst 3.0.1 was being readied so any issues shown here may have been fixed at the time of the video release see the addendum section for details right new version of midnight BSD has been released 3.0.0 i'm going to download it and give it a whirl Right, we're on the midnight MidnightBSD homepage, and navigation is fairly simple. You just go to download. It will take you to a selection of downloads to choose from. Um, you can choose the one nearest to you, of course. I'm going to choose the UK one. And you choose the AMD64 i386, uh, ISO or memory stick. And so sort I'm of selecting the memory stick one. And we'll just leave it to download and I'll burn it and we'll see what happens. Right. I'm going to use my favorite method, which is DD again. Make sure before you do this, you get the right uh, device you want to put it onto. Fast forward this bit and it's all done. I'm going to take it out, plug it into the test machine and reboot the test machine with a memory stick in it. Right. We're booting up and hopefully it gets yes, there it is. I'm just going to select. USB device again, the battery warning comes up. I will get it seen to one of these days, and it's starting the initial boot. Yeah, Uh, you'll probably think to yourself it looks very much like FreeBSD, and it does because it's uh, very much based on FreeBSD, being changed, of course, the branding for Midnight BSD. But if you're familiar with the boot sequences and how to set up, then Midnight BSD shouldn't be a problem. And we're just going to go through. Hopefully, and then we'll we'll get the initial install menu. There we go. So we get to the welcome menu. We can either install, shell, or live CD. Of course, we need the install. So just press enter. And uh, we can choose the key map uh, that we want. Again, if you're familiar with installing FreeBSD, then this uh, shouldn't be a, a problem. Let's go to uh, United Kingdom. Don't need to test it, I'll just go to continue. And as per usual, I'm going to choose test as the uh, name. You can select or unselect certain items here if you wish. Um I'm going to unselect debug and I might leave everything as it is. Right, partitioning. There's a slight difference here between the usual FreeBSD and that the, UF, the UFS is at the top and ZFS is at the bottom. But we're going to select uh, ZFS, Auto ZFS. And go down to pool type, and choose Stripe, select that one, and I'm going to leave everything as they are, don't need to change anything, and proceed, and are you sure? Yes, we are, and then we're off when it eventually
1: does it, there you go. I will fast forward this, it doesn't take that long, but I'll fast forward it anyway, right select a root password make sure you remember this or you won't get very far
0: and i'll put it in again there we go it's uh, detected the ethernet port and we're going to set up ipv4 no dhcp
1: on this one fast forward all this uh no ipv6 I'm gonna select the time zone, so it's gonna be Europe,
0: then it's gonna be United Kingdom. Abbreviation BST is fine. Next, we can choose the services we want starting that boot. Unlike FreeBSD, there's a lot that's already pre-selected. Gonna leave it as it is. Uh, choose system security, am I gonna? Yeah, I'm just gonna disable a few. Add users, and again, if you've seen this all before, it follows the same process you put username your full name user ID login group uh, and other groups that you want to join you can leave vast majority of these
1: at default I'm not going to change this to sh and once we're happy with that type yes and no and that's it you can press exit, and don't want to make no modifications. I'm going to
0: reboot, and then once it's been rebooting, remove the USB stick. And it's as easy as that. And there we go. There's the nice uh, login menu. I know you can press uh, enter to f- speed it up, but we're just going to let it count down. Now this is the interesting part from Midnight MidnightBSD. The vast majority of the install so far really looks like FreeBSD, but this addition is what makes Midnight BSD unique. And this is the Midnight BSD first boot configuration. And it wants you to first set a preferred package mirror so you can choose one closest to yourself. And would you like to report your install via BSD stats? Well, normally you might do, but not on this occasion, no. Do you wish to enable a graphical environment? Yes. Now that is a lovely addition uh oh xxx rate oh dear me would you like to activate monthly reporting uh no so just press enter on that or you could type it in uh again no and i think it carries on and uh you keep getting this xxx rate triple x must be a
1: uh, adult installation only this i think we'll just uh let it carry on and see how far it goes Now we've installed, there's been some additions automatically done, as you can see at the
0: top in the, uh, the text. We're gonna reboot and see how things go.
1: And it worked, fantastic. It's looking good so far, so we're just gonna log in.
0: Right, so we're just gonna log in, I'm gonna put in the username that we set up earlier, and the password, hopefully you remember. And we'll see if it boots in. Okay. Yeah, okay. XFCE is starting up. There we go. A little bit slow, but that's the test machine, really, I suppose. And it looks very nice and neat. Nice blue, midnight blue, as I imagine. Uh, everything's down to a minimum, which is, uh, I always like that. you got the XFCE menu as per usual. And you've got things at the top there everything's to a minimum everything's nice and clean and that's good you got a little taskbar at the bottom and of course the usual right click settings right so you get a uh, you get the basic uh tools added
1: some from xfce some from midnight bsd and there's accessories development Internet. You get Midori, that's that's good. Multimedia. Not a lot there. System
0: and about XFCE. Midnight BSD 3.0.0 0. 0 on the latest at the time of the video, XFCE. Very nice. Just close that. So we're gonna have a look at Midori. I must admit, I don't use Midori a lot, so it's uh, it's kind of weird, but it looks nice and lightweight. It uses DuckDuckGo as a default search engine. Okay, that's good. I always have put uh, Google in. Old habits die hard. Things feel fairly snappy, fairly reactive.
1: Oh, there seems to be a bit of a delay here. It could be YouTube, of course. Are they going to do it? Mm. It's not liking it. Okay, well, that could be YouTube. It's hard to say. Right. Okay. Let's have a look at top to see what's running. If there's anything causing a, uh, a delay. No, I think it looks um, fairly
0: standard. i look at the Layout, DF, and ZFS List to give you two different ways of looking at things. What we're going to do is I'm just going to go into Root. I'm going to make a backup of the system before we change anything, just in case uh, it all goes wrong.
1: So there's not on the boot environment really just the default. I'm going to make a backup now.
0: I love these in-boot environment backups there, it's wonderful. These little snapshots you can make just before you change stuff, and then you can roll back. Saves my bacon lots of times. Right, so it's already made. Now, I'm used to very much the FreeBSD way of uh, installing either ports or packages. Um, MidnightBSD does it slightly different. Its terminology is different, and they use import. Now, it takes me a while to get used to this. It's, it's amazing what you get used to using isn't it, but, uh, so if you put import, uh, let's have a look at that list. Um, index, I think pulls in the latest list could be wrong on that. And then let's have a look, uh, we'll search for something. Um, see if there's any video drivers, uh, ah, segmentation fault. That's interesting. So we'll, uh, clear that try again. Uh, We'll import index. Make sure we grab the latest again. Good grief. Uh, We'll try to see if there's any packages that need to be upgraded. Okay, there's none. uh, And we'll search for Firefox. Oh, there is. That's nice. Firefox uh, 11.1 or 11.1. Okay, we'll uh, install Firefox M. It's been a while. Let's see if it, uh, how it does it. I can't, when you're used to a certain way of doing things or how things look and then you you see something different like that, it it, it knocks you for six for a little bit. Okay, so, uh, oh, it's automatically uh, updated, which is good. yeah there's Firefox no problem Midori might be a great browser and I'm sure it is I'm sure it's a very it's a lightweight and very uh responsive browser but it didn't seem to like YouTube so I don't know whether that's a Midori or a youtube thing uh Firefox I think would have better um a better compatibility I think so I'm just gonna disable something from uh Firefox so it's not sending anything back and uh, we'll have a look at that later maybe let's see what else we can do. Uh, Abbey Word,
1: a nice lightweight word processor. Doesn't get as much love as it should, I think. And Okay, we'll have a look see if it's coming in.
0: There we go. Office section was missing from the default install of uh Midnight BSD, which is uh something which I'm seeing a lot now. You know, it's almost like they don't want you know Office uh, software in uh, either Linux distros or uh, live BSD distros, which is a shame. Uh, type the usual hello with a tiny little exclamation mark, but we'll get rid of that. I uh, don't want to save changes.
1: And uh,
0: yeah, okay. So what else can we install? We'll try NVIDIA. We search for it and it causes a segmentation fault. We'll try and install this one. Oh, NVIDIA driver, ooh, 340, I think. So what I'm going to do now is now that the NVIDIA driver has been installed, I'm not going to go through the motions of uh, configuring it. I'll get it configured. We'll reboot the system and see if things look uh, different. And it should do because we'll be using hardware acceleration rather than the software rendering. So I'll see you after we reboot. Right, we've just rebooted, and things do look different because they're using uh, the NVIDIA drivers, and it works no problem. As I didn't think it would. I never really have any problems with NVIDIA and I've installed one or two other things just to test things out and there's NVIDIA down there so let's, uh, let's see if we can get that. The NVIDIA panel, so there we're using it, it's very nice, it all works lovely. As it should really in a uh, a desktop orientated uh OS. I'm not saying Midnight BSD is, but the component is there. The ability for you guys to automatically install a, a desktop. So, really, things should work uh, s- smoothly. So, that's that's good. What else can we look at? And of course, we're going to have to install HTOP for the people who love it and also NeoFetch. So, just exit out root. HTOP, there we go. I know we've already looked at top, but some people like the graphical things of uh, H-top, and that's fair enough.
1: And we'll start NeoFetch. Would be nice to see a uh, Midnight BSD logo there. Maybe maybe Lucas will put one in.
0: But there we go. Midnight BSD
1: and H-top. So what things are new? Well, there's a lot. A
0: lot of new things, a lot of uh, fixes since the last release, and uh, far too many to, uh, to show individually, so I'm just going to scroll down. As you can see, there's lots of entries. Have a read. Go over to the MidnightBSD uh, site and have a read for yourself. Uh, some known issues. Okay, well, they'll get fixed. Oh, issues with Chromium. Okay, well, I'm not surprised with that. Uh, Firefox and Midori okay well there's some uh, issues with the browser maybe that's what we saw when uh, it wouldn't load YouTube but yeah there's lots of additions and fixes so uh, like I say have a head over there and have a read for yourself at your own leisure I've got to give Lucas uh, credit where credit's due I'm not saying it's a 100% one-man show but he does a lot of the work himself on a part-time basis it's not something I could uh, possibly even imagine doing you know creating your own operating system but he does it and there's a lot of changes happened here so you know hats off to him i think right this is uh going through the motion of installing testing 3.0.1 it's the uh, new update obviously when i was making the video a new update dropped i was going to see if anything's changed there wasn't that many errors it was just that weird triple x uh rate one i don't know if they fixed that i don't know if that's an indication of anything but let's see, we're just gonna go for the graphical environment. Uh the same stage as we did before. Oh, triple X rate is still there, so I don't know what that is. And we'll just go through. No, no, no. I have no idea what this error is. Never seen that on any FreeBSD install. It's just on this midnight BST, so I don't know. And I've never had it in previous installations,
1: except uh, this particular one and the one immediately preceding. Let's put the password in. Uh, Ooh, is it it going to work?
0: Slowly, I think. There we go. It's not the fastest, but again, it could be uh, the test machine. And there we go. Yeah, all right. Well, I don't know what changes have been made, but the weird... Triple X rate errors there, so <laughs> that always makes me laugh. It's not really an error, but it's just a little thing that gives me a chuckle. And there we are, look, Midnight BSD
1: 3.0.1. So, yeah, uh, very good.
0: Right, so I'm going to give Midnight BSD 3.0.0 0. 0 or 3.0.1. Three and a half stars. The good points is it's lightweight, it suits older hardware, and it really does. I mean, it's once it gets going, once the initial boot-up, of course, uh, the old test machine I have, which is only a dual car, it's actually really, really nice. It feels good. There's no delay. The menus are quick. And so that's fine, both in the NVIDIA and the software uh, graphic-driven setup the first one the first install with 3.0.0 was uh, i loaded in nvidia the second one with 3.0.1 it was software based although i didn't show really me using the desktop uh, much either in the first one or the second one uh it, it was snappy there was no lag and it, and it felt it felt quick and that's one of the great things about BSD based operating systems is that they're very much lightweight and they uh, do suit older hardware which means that really, that Midnight BSD is free BSD at heart. It's um, very much free BSD, but with its own independent slant. I know it sounds daft that, but it's it's not just a. I mean, it's the same with Ghost BSD and Nomad BSD. They've taken. It's not like, say, for instance, you would get um, a lot of Linux distros, which they uh, they're practically the same. The only difference being a few icons and wallpapers. I mean, that's not really how it should be. You should really have a personalized, each one should be different from the other, you know, using something other than just changing your wallpapers. And I think with Midnight BSD and Ghost BSD and Nomad BSD, they are all distinct from Free BSD. And that's good. I like that. You've got Free BSD as the as the uh, the main one, the progenitor, as it were. And then you've got all the rest which are spawned off it, but not clones of it. So, Midnight BST has, has its own flavor, its own independent streak, and I think one of the main things that you see, one of the first things you see, is the first boot questions. Now that, to me, is something which I think that I wish that FreeBSD would offer. Not at perhaps a late stage, you know, once you've installed and then you reboot. I think maybe in the actual uh, install menu itself, given the option, you know, a bit more like uh, TrueOS did, um, uh, where it would say, you know is this going to be a server install or is this going to be a desktop install and you either choose one and then it goes through the motions and, you know do you want these server components added or do you just want a bare minimum or if you choose a desktop here yeah, which which desktop would you like and go through that that would be good uh but midnight bsd almost does something like that and uh, as we saw it did it on the first boot a uh, little menu at the bottom and i like that that's a nice little touch it just sets things up for you puts xfce which is not a heavy desktop and for a new user trying either a free bsd based system, uh, if they're coming from the Linux world or even maybe the Windows world, it can make a a big difference whether or not the first perceptions of the operating system. Here we go. You know, so you're know, you booting through it, and there you present with a little menu, and it's quite clear, and it says, Do you want a graphical environment? You go, yes, and then it just goes through it. Excellent. Uh, and I think that that's a credit uh, to Lucas, to Lucas Holt, the main developer. He's a great guy very very talented works hard i mean he's got a, a day job obviously is uh in the it field but then he does this in his own time hats off to him absolutely amazing and he's very responsive if you've got a suggestion he'll get back to you and he'll say he'll say oh that sounds a good idea or he'll say no maybe he's, he's honest with you if you have found any bugs you just tell him you don't necessarily have to file a, a bug report yourself i mean i should but I, i'm kind of lazy i'll just i'll Direct message him on Twitter, and he'll say, "Oh, yeah, I've submitted that as a book. Brilliant! Really friendly guy. So he works hard on this, and you can tell that this is a labour of love. Uh, you really can. There's a, he, he try it he, He's put together very well. There are some rough edges, and that's to be expected. You know, the the financing, the the resources." uh are not going to be um on and, and developer pool really not going to be that as a higher for than some other uh, either Linux distros or even FreeBSD itself. But it does very well on what it gets. And some of the uh, the downsides, hence three and a half stars, I was going to give it... I was almost tilting on four, actually, but was, is there are some glitches. I mean, these aren't shortstoppers, but the, the couple that comes uh, at mind, really, were the, 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 the triple X-ray. I, I just, that still makes me laugh. I don't know what's going on with that. And the segmentation fault uh, when I just searched for NVIDIA. Now, that was interesting. I think that's a, a database issue, so I don't know... Whether or not that's probably been fixed since this video was made, if I spent more time using it extensively, then there probably some others would turn up. But there, there's the, the, the two glaring ones that I found. Uh, there's no GPU driver auto load. Now, what I mean by that is, I think in GhostBSD, once you go past the install and it detects that you've got uh, an Nvidia, f- I think it automatically installs the right Nvidia driver for you. I don't know about the uh, the. The other graphic cards out there, but I know for Nvidia, my when I'm testing it out, it does install the right one. But anyway, so that's that's for me. It's a minus. For other people it may not be. It depends on what you want to do. Another of the reasons why I give it three and a half stars was um, there's a lack of resources. Now that is it's, it's chicken and the egg situation, really. You know, you, you get more resources, you need more people to pay attention or to get to know to the uh, the existence of Midnight BSD. But in order to do that, you need more resources to get the message across. And there's not always enough resources for perhaps light-minute um, quality checks. And, oh, that's obviously why People who download it, obviously, they, they find a buggy, file a report. But do you know, a last-minute, just to check everything go, goes through. And it's not a, it's not a slight uh, Lucas or any of uh, the any other developers. It's just a reality that, it's a much smaller um, project than, say, some others, and maybe has less re- has less resources. I mean, I I couldn't expect the FreeBSD Foundation to to fund everything, uh, but I think with some of these long-standing FreeBSD-based operating systems, I think if it, 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 in a similar way that Ubuntu, I mean, obviously that's backed by a private company, but say for instance that the, the uh, someone brings out a spin of ubuntu and it gains traction i think then then becomes taken under the wing and, and recognized officially so maybe some resources then get put into that if something similar could happen to a free bsd based operating system maybe the free bsd foundation could embrace uh midnight bsd and ghost bsd and nomad bsd and nurture them so like Offer some developers uh, if they've got any spare time, if they've got any spare time, or any kind of like advertising or something like that. I, I don't know. It's, I I don't know the ins and outs of the foundation, so I wouldn't know. But some help for these long-term uh, based operating systems, you know, they've been around for a long time. So it, there's a lack of resources for uh, for for that. And there are some missing apps. I didn't show it in the video, but LibreOffice has not been ported over or not put into it. Not at the time of this video. There's more positives and negatives. And it's an operating system I think that we, uh, we should keep an eye on because I think it's, it's not going to go anywhere and it's only going to get better. So it's three and a half at the moment. I was almost going to give it four. Download it, give it a try and see what you think. Anyway, thanks for watching and I'll catch you next time.